Hey everyone, I'm Caitlin Barnard. And I'm Victor Gamow. In this series, we chat with software developers and technology leaders to tackle your biggest API connectivity challenges. Stay tuned to this episode for tools, tactics, strategies that will help you to take your distributed architectures to the next level. Let's begin. Today, I'm super excited to welcome Henrik Blixt, Product Manager for Argo at Intuit. Um, so Henrik's here today to talk to us all about Argo, which is an open source tool for Kubernetes um, and an incubating project of CNCF. So Henrik, do you want to introduce yourself? Sure. Thanks for having me. Really excited to be here. So looking forward to our chat here. Uh, so like I said, I'm, I'm, my name is Henrik Blixt. I'm a Product Manager at Intuit, and I'm responsible for, for Argo, uh, both internally uh, within Intuit, and I'm also a maintainer in the Argo project. So I do a lot of the product management stuff uh, in the community, work a lot with the community partners uh, and CNCF and things like that. Awesome. Um, I would love to hear, just kind of talk a little bit about, um, you know, how you've ended up in this space and what your background and role in Argo looks like. Uh, sure. I've been in and out of the open source community for a long time, ever since I first lay my hands on Linux back in the mid, uh, mid 90s. So it's been five years maybe now. So uh, that, that's kind of been a, a thread that's gone through my whole career in and out with Linux operating systems, uh, worked with, with OpenStack for quite a few years. And now lately, I've uh, been doing a lot of work around Kubernetes and, and Argo, of course. And I've always been, my whole professional life, I've always been a vendor. Vendors make the open source community tick, right? A lot of the, a lot of the, the the people that contribute to open source are from vendor companies, and they do a lot of really good, good work and stuff for for the community. But when you're working for vendor, there's always, especially as a product manager, there's always that in a selling thing in the back of your head. Uh, so when I saw this opportunity, you know, being a product manager for for an open source project from from an end user instead, you know, that was a really interesting. Um, twist to me and something that was a uh, really uh, interesting challenge coming at it from just building a better project, building a better community and don't have to worry about selling. It's all about just making making Argo great. Absolutely. I think that's one of the most interesting things about kind of this CNCF ecosystem in particular is there's really just this common knowledge around the business value of this open source ecosystem and the projects that come into play. And I love seeing all of the vendors now that are really dedicating the upstream efforts and all the time to maintaining this com community because like we've all agreed how important it is um, and what the value is there. Yeah, yeah, it's great. It's great to see, you know, that the community is growing. You know, we have a large number of vendors that are involved in Argo as well. And then, you know, the community, the community keeps growing, the projects keep growing. So you know, it's, it's really exciting to be to be part of it. How about we start off, uh, you know, just from the beginning here, and can you give us a high-level overview of what exactly Argo, the Argo project, is? Yeah, sure. So, so Argo is a little bit of an odd oddball when it comes to to CNCF projects, because generally you have a project that has, you know, solving a, a specific use case or a specific problem, whereas Argo is actually a collection of four projects that solve a slightly were actually quite different problems, uh, to be honest. Um, and and those are Argo CD, uh, which you know is uh, more on the continuous deployment side. We have Argo Rollout, which, which is used for progressive delivery. Argo Workflows, which is a Swiss Army knife of a workflow orchestration engine. And then Argo Events, you know, which is a 
event framework. Uh, so, so those kind of come together under the Argo umbrella. Uh, and the uh, Argo itself was, was created about five years ago at, at a startup that was later acquired by Intuit. Um, and we've been an incubating project with CNCF now for, for almost two years on the day, I think. Wow. And that's a great segue. And you kind of started to touch on it. But, you know, what is the history behind Argo? What kind of what was the need um, and, you know, reason for its creation in the first place? Yeah, it's a good question. It was like I said, it was started about five years ago at, at a startup called Aplatix. Uh, and the first the first project in, in Argo is actually Argo Workflows, which was the first the first project that that that, that uh, Platix was working on. And Intuit was was going through a a massive modernization and cloud native journey. And we realized we needed to we needed to change a lot of how we did our software development to be able to innovate faster and and just you know be in lockstep with the technology. So that startup was was acquired by Intuit. Uh, and basically tasked with building a whole new development platform built on cloud native technologies. And during the course of of building that platform, additional needs popped up. So Argo Workflows was, like I said, the initial part of the platform. And then we realized that we started looking at GitOps, started using GitOps, that there weren't really any good tools out there. So Argo CD was was born. And then as we started looking into you know how we how we roll out application, especially at a, at a fintech. Like like Intuit, where we have you know, high demands of uptime, especially during during tax tax season, and then you know start looking at how how do we build on and improve on how Kubernetes does does rollouts of, of new applications and new versions, and hence rollouts was born. And and during 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 this whole phase, Argo Events was was actually developed by a company called BlackRock and donated to the to the project. So it's really a process of into it, realizing these were the needs we had, and then building projects that, you know, fulfilled those needs to build this internal platform that we now have, you know, 5,000 developers using daily. And basically, everything we run is now run on Argo with Argo and and on Kubernetes. I love that. That's such a nice example of kind of all those vendors coming together um, within this project. That's really neat. The other thing I'm super curious about is I feel like I have been seeing Argo everywhere now. What has kind of been that recent catalyst of Argo's popularity? Yeah, it's it's, re- it's really exciting. Uh, I know there was t- CNCF released their their annual survey a, a few weeks ago, and I saw that you know Argo, the production use of Argo increased like 115 wow. percent. And looking at the responses in the details, you can see that over half of the companies that responded uh, are either using Argo. Or evaluating it, which is just you know mind mind blowing coming from coming from the vendor side. And if I had those numbers, you know, back in my vendor days, you know, I'd be, right. be really really excited. And I think there are a few things that you know that are coming together to drive that. You know, Argo workflow has been around for a long time, but you know, ML and AI, you know, is 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 is, is getting very commonplace now, and and people are are facing you know the same automation challenges that that maybe you know we faced you know the whole drive of DevOps and things on, on the software development side a few years ago. So there's a lot of drive on, on that side, you know, to get to the MLOps side of things. I don't think that anyone that's that's uh, involved in cloud native have missed GitOps or haven't heard about GitOps. I mean, there's, there's even, you know, even a separate conference at KubeCon now specifically to, to GitOps. Uh, and I think that's been another big catalyst uh, on the CD side, especially, you know, where a lot of companies are looking into and, and adopting GitOps. Um, and then I think also, you know, it, it's it's a great project. We 
you have a very diverse uh, community. If you look at you know, if you look at like the maintainers, for example, coming from something that was all into it, 100% dominated by Intuit. Intuit is now only a third of the maintainers, and the rest of the maintainers are spread across a large number of companies. So just that we have a very strong and very diverse community certainly helps as well. And then just the fact that you know Argo is is, is really good at what it what it does. Yeah, really speaks to that kind of uh, value piece of just the project itself, but also um, how powerful the community coming together is uh, to help build that. So you kind of you you kind of touched on it there too, and I think one of the most interesting things about Argo is really all of the facets of the project. And you know, as we've been talking, you kind of mentioned there, there's two ways to look at it, right? Like the GitOps piece and then the machine learning piece. Yep. Could you talk just a little bit through kind of those two different use cases and the current state of Argo as a project that fits into that? Yeah, sure. So so we generally divide up the four the four projects, even though they're slightly different. There we basically say that Argo CD and, and Argo rollouts are are the ones that fit into the GitOps category. And then we have Argo workflows and, and Argo events that uh, that are more on the on the MLOps side, because that's generally how, how people how people use it. So our Argo C D, you know, is is was was basically built for GitOps and it's a continuous delivery tool for Kubernetes that adheres to you know the, the GitOps principles and basically lets you manage your applications uh, with Git as the source of truth. Of course, all being Cloud native, all being built on on Kubernetes, which makes all four projects easy to deploy deploy anywhere. So that's kind of the one of the the core core pieces of the GitOps piece. And then Argo Rollers kind of built on on top of that because there are some deficiencies in how Kubernetes does deployments. And Argo Rollers kind of plugs into Argo CD and your application deployments, allowing you to do as the name implies, progressive delivery and a gradual rollout of your your application. So you can do some really neat stuff in terms of slowly progressing a deployment of a new version. So you know you do 10% of your of your pods new version, and then you can run some automated checks, make sure everything is healthy, and then you progress to the next level. And every time you, you increase the number of pods or the amount of traffic, you do some checks to make sure make sure it's healthy. So that kind of enhances the what's already there in Kubernetes and Argo CD. So those two go really go really nicely together, and especially for companies like a service mesh, you can do some really cool traffic shaping and things like that. So Argo Workflows, on the other hand, is, uh, like I said, you know, it's a container-native workflow orchestration engine. And it's, even though we say you know, RCD and rollouts, you know, are the GitHub side of things and workflows and events are MLOps, we don't, they're not really end-to-end solutions. So if you want to do GitOps, you know, you need something more than Argo CD because we don't do CI, for example. So you generally would, hook in some CI pipeline into that. And the same thing goes for, for Argo workflows and events. You know, they're not the, the be-all, end-all for MLOps, but we've designed the project in such a way that their building block is easily integratable building block. So you can take them, you know, you're building a, a GitOps platform like we, we did it into it. You know, they're easy to, to slide in and, and use as, as part of that. And the same thing goes for, for the MLOps side of things. You know, we have Argo workflows, like I said, also cloud-native you know, and, and is used for a lot of other things than MLOps as well. We have a fair number of, of users that are reporting using it for infrastructure automation or actually using it as the CI CI piece on the GitHub side. So you can you can combine combine them too. So that can also show some of the strength of the project. You know how how they're really building blocks that you know can switch in and out you know, as as you build your your larger platform. I love that. Um, yeah, I, for me personally, it's you know. 
it's really helpful to have those to kind of understand those two pieces and, and where the individual projects fit in. But um, I like that kind of additional explanation of how flexible it is and, and really the building blocks at the end of the day. Yeah. And, and it's all, and it's all, I mean, one of the, the key messages, you know, one of the key things about it is, is automation, right? And that's, you know, GitOps, DevOps, DevSecOps, MLOps is, 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 is all about one of the key value points. And the same thing with Argo Rollups and that is, is, is automation. How do you become faster? How do you become more agile without losing, you know, traceability and, and some control? Because it's, it's easy to move fast, but, you know, moving fast in a repeatable fashion or making sure that you have control over how you move fast, that's the hard part, right? And as you're moving faster with on the CD side and you know, deploying applications faster, you still need to keep track of a lot of things. The same thing goes on the, on the ML side, you start automating your pipelines and doing that. You want to build repeatability and some checks into that as well. And that's, you know, where, where all this comes together. Yeah, totally. Um, we will drop some links in the description. So there will be some links out to the Argo project if you want to learn more. Um, and then we will also link out to ArgoCon, which is happening uh, in September in the San Francisco Bay Area. Do you want to tell us a little bit more about that? That sounds super exciting. Yeah, so that's really exciting. So we had, we had the first uh, the first inaugural ArgoCon uh, uh, last year, in early December last year. So that was the first the first time we tried to do a conference just around Argo. Uh, and we, not in our wildest dream, did we did we expect uh, or hope for you know the the uh, the response we got. And we had thirty five hundred people that registered and. And almost 2,000 people that actually uh, was there for the conference. So it's really, uh, really uh, cool. Uh, it was all virtual last year. This year with COVID situation, hopefully being better in September, we're going to target to do a hybrid event. So we're looking you know, at having a, an in-person part of the event here in, in the Bay Area and then have a, a virtual event on there. Uh, and then we're also expanding to likely to be a three-day event. Last year was only a single day. So this year we'll have Three days where we'll do a community day first with community sessions, maintainer sessions, contributor meetings. Then we'll have a full day of of sessions, regular conference conference stuff, and then we'll have a, a day at the end where we'll have some vendors do certifications and and vendor classes and things like that. So it'll be it'll be a three pretty packed days with a really exciting mix of sessions, hands-on stuff, and and really looking forward to seeing the Argo community in, in person. That's fantastic. Well, fingers crossed. Um, things are looking looking good right now. So uh, fingers crossed for that in September. Um, and any other kind of final comments or takeaways for our audience before we wrap up? No, this was this was uh, this was a lot of fun. Thanks for having me, and really enjoyed chatting with you. And you know, uh, for all of you out there that the forty nine percent that don't use Argo, uh, you know, come to ArgoCon, uh, hit us up on Slack. It's it's a very responsive community. And I think that's one of the other things we're we're well known for is being you know, very responsive and and very accommodating to to new people and any questions that come in. So you know if 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 you if you're not evaluating Argo, uh, you know give us a ping and you know we'll we'll help sort you out. Thanks to everyone out there for listening. I hope you enjoyed today's episode as much as we enjoyed recording it. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast using your favorite application so you don't miss a new episode. Don't forget to drop us a comment if you have any questions for today's guests or if there's a topic you'd like to see us cover in the future. For more content from today's guest, you can join us on YouTube to see demo segment from this episode of Concast. We'll see you next time.